What's up, guys? Hope you're doing great. We are here at Sync Live 2024, and I got my man Luke. I just met him uh, a little while ago. Um, I kind of know the guy. Who's the other guy? That's Darren Gruner. Yeah. So, like, I seen him at the expo before. Yep. Uh, great guy. Um, and I know someone else. I know Aaron Walls. Like, I know yep. him personally. That, yeah, yeah. That does. Aaron's a good guy too. Yeah. Um, and so, and then when I seen him, he was talking to someone over there at the booth, and I was like, ah, I gotta go because I talked to him before at at the expo, the Quip Expo. And so I was like, man, we gotta, I gotta like at least talk to him or something. And super cool guy. All yeah. the guys from Turf Sub are super cool. So, um, and then he was telling me that you'd be available to jump on a podcast too. And you do some. He said you do a show on Turf Sub. So we tell, do. Yeah. Tell what Turf Sub is like. Uh, oh, in this case, it's in your camera or something. But um, so Turf, so t- it's cool. It's like an app. But it's like a, it's we're like twenty four hour live radio station. So because of that, we are we have the ability to, uh, you know, talk about all things podcast related. But we also have the ability to play music, and so that's a cool thing. So you know, a lot of guys want to listen to music when they're cutting grass and stuff like that, and then they might want to switch over to a podcast or something. So we kind of have it all in one place uh, if that's something that they want to do. So you can tune in at some points we're playing music and at some points we got a show going on and we have shows from all aspects of the industry teaching specifics on how to do something within the industry better like turf grass management hardscaping you name it we got it and then we have the business side of things we have you know there's several different shows that are talking about how to run a better business profits first with Wayne Voles Mm -hmm. Um, we have Adam Adam Lindemann's show We've got my show that talks about where my show is called The Green Dream. All we talk about is marketing, recruiting, hiring, and sales, those those type things in the business. And um, so, yeah, you know, it's 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 been cool. It's just bringing people together and, and kind of putting people on one one platform for people to yeah, kind of Yeah, it's really into. cool. So, like, you can go on any time, right? 24 any, hours any a day. Time. 24 it might hours. be a song. It might be correct. like your show have. or someone else's show. Yep. Um, and then from there, everything's turned into a podcast and put out, and, and you know you can tune in. And, and and really, the the big thing with Turf's Up is that you know we're just here to help educate the industry, bring people together that are leaders and thought thought people, and and um, that want to give back to the industry and do something there we for go. them. That little buzz. Yeah, there we go. That was annoying for a couple minutes. <laughs> Channel two acts up on this thing for some reason. Um, it might not if there was something plugged into it, but yeah, yeah. this thing's cool. So, I sorry about that. I haven't seen these uh, little. Zo- I have a smaller Zoom recorder, oh, okay, uh, for for podcast pocket interviews on a show like this oh, or wow. at Equip or something. But this is interesting. This is like a a mini roadcaster. Yeah, yeah, of. yeah. It, it is, and they're. I mean, they're. These are like 150 bucks. Yeah, that's or something. Awesome. You can buy one of these, and then. And then I'm just kind of double recording it on my phone, even though we are recording here. Yeah. That way, you know, got to have back to back just just yeah. in case. There's nothing worse uh, than not than, <laughs> than getting through something, you, money yeah. content, and then you find right. out so, there was an issue with the audio. <laughs> so, do you, is your show? Because see, uh, like the one Aaron does, and several other ones that yep. are part of Turf Sub are also released in like a podcast yep. form. Does that make all sense? All shows are released into a podcast form, so you can find them on all of the different podcast apps. Um, that are out there it's just they they do go they're under all different names though they're right? all under different names yeah so you would just find the show you go to turfsupradio.com you can you look on the, the website you can, you can go see check it. out all the shows that we have you can listen to it live some people um some people actually have numbers that you can call in and talk to talk to them live on the show and and that's a fun aspect of it um and so 
it's almost you know we're just trying to bring kind of the, the radio station feel yeah it is cool to <laughs> to the industry and so we know that guys are spending a lot of times in their trucks listening to music and stuff like that and so if you could make it more green industry specific instead of listening to your local radio station that's what we're trying to do so yeah it, it's super cool um i think the whole concept is super cool uh and again you can download the podcast because even like sometimes i'm working where i don't even have like yeah. data you know and stuff yeah. um so they have it you know i know aaron's show's released on it's called landscaper roots and, and yours will be Shout listed the, under what what, what the is the green dream show the green, green dream show the green dream show but um but i think maybe to get full experience of what you guys do you kind of need to listen on the app right yeah you um, can you can go to turfsubradio.com you can listen to it live on the website itself or you can download the app turfsubradio and listen to it there it's and so your show is about marketing and so t- tell us more about your show cuz like um, you know someone can be the best lay the best stripes yep. and do the best grass cutting ever and have the best customer service and be super nice and do all the things right but they're not connecting with customers that like so your show is to help known, people if yeah. you're not known what's the point right and so how do you, your your shows to help them connect yeah uh in different ways to do that so guys listen to this what are some easy ways that you you know would help you know let's say there's someone they only have a couple lawns but they want to get a couple more you know like what is something easy they can do for low to no cost to like help them be able to acquire a little more you know like asap you know so what are some things like so yeah that's a a good question i've had this question a couple of times uh and it's a really good one because there's a lot of people in this in this arena of you're just getting into the industry maybe you've been in the industry for a season and you're like all right man like this is what i want to do but i don't know where the heck like, I'm, I'm on five yards and I don't know where the heck I'm going to get my next five yards. So, you know, and, and, and if you're working on a low budget, that's another aspect to this that, that, you know, needs to be addressed. And so look, there's a couple of different ways. Um, gorilla marketing is really what it comes down to. And it is, it is identifying who is your ideal client that you want to serve, right? So if you want, if you're doing lawn care, you're probably going and you're and you're starting out. You're you're probably going to be in a position where you need to take everything you can. Right. Right? Absolutely. Because you got to yeah. pay the bills. Yeah. Uh-huh. But in an ideal situation, you're probably wanting the weekly customers that are going to want you to come in and do the other services, mulch, trimming, spring cleanup, fall cleanup. Maybe you do snow removal, you're in a part of the country that does that. Great. So you're identifying this ideal avatar of a customer, okay? Then you figure out, okay, where does that person go? Who do they talk to? Who are they friends with? Who are the other people that service that property? And for little to no money, you can say, okay, I want people that are in this zip code, in this neighborhood, all that kind of stuff. Who else services that that customer that I can go tap into and say, okay, hey, Joe's plumbing. Hey, do you have a referral for lawn care? Like, do you ever get people that ask you for mowing services? I get people that ask me for plumbers sometimes and stuff. Yeah, that's a great I would, idea. I would yeah. love to use you as a reference or a referral for people that come into my world that are looking for a plumber. Is it okay if I if I refer you business? Yeah, that'd be great. I'd love that, Luke. Okay, great. Would it be okay if you refer me business if you come across people that are looking for lawn care? Yeah, man, I'd love to help you with that. So you're looking for the people in your market because what's the best thing, right? You can go shake a bunch of hands during the day. 
or you can go shake one hand that's going to shake a bunch of other hands, and you do Absolutely. that a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Now you're building your brand in your in in your little aspect of your market, and you're saying, "Hey guys, look, this is who I want to serve," and you just you just go in with a leading with value mentality first. You don't ever want to start the conversation off with, hey, man, I would love to I would love to earn your business. I love who's mowing your grass, let me mow your grass. Or, hey man, I would I would love to just get all of your customers. You know, can I, can I get yeah. you know, can I can I get your customers, <laughs> yeah. man? That'd be great. No, lead with value. Hey, I, I see what you're doing. I appreciate the the quality work that you put out. Um, we get people that are looking for, you know, plumbing services and stuff like that. We're looking for a reputable company to refer. So if if you would, you know, be okay with it. I'd love to use you as a preferred vendor on our list to, you know, refer customers to. And you do that for all of the local people in your market. That's one thing. Okay. Just think about that. That's one, that's just one aspect. If you go make the connections in your, in your area, neighborhoods, community, that's one way you're going to get business because they're going to appreciate the hustle. They're going to appreciate you bringing value to them. The second thing, Find the places that people are hanging out, okay? So you know the neighborhoods, you know all those different places. Try to get into those Facebook groups. Next door. All yes, those different yes, places. Yes. If, if one thing that we did, so I, I started mowing this, and I was in this exact, the exact place in high school. I started mowing grass when I was 15, it's, and I had six yards that I had gifted to me by a guy that was going to college. And so from, from freshman year of high school to senior year of high school, I went from, from six yards a week to 100 yards a week. Wow. Literally on the back of what I'm saying right now <laughs> is that I wanted the most amount of properties on one street. So my drive time was zero. As I wanted my drive time to be as little as possible. So the other thing you do is so, okay, so you have six, seven yards maybe. You start implementing the strategy of getting other customers from the other people that are servicing those same customers. So you're maybe getting a couple more. Then you're going to those people. As soon as you get on a street, you're going to those people. You're servicing them at a high level. You're doing. You're giving them some stuff for free, to just for generosity Absolutely. and, and yep. to build your brand and say, "Hey, I'm going to lead with more value to, to to help with the market." Again, you're going to pay for a customer one way or another. Ultimately, yep. there's no Absolutely. there's no free customer at some point. There's a give or take at some level. You're either giving them away something, you're trying to build the brand, or you're paying for a customer to bring in because you've built a reputation. You're paying for the ads, whatever that may be. So, if you're giving some stuff away for free, and I'm not talking about a lot, I'm just saying, you see those 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 twigs over there, branches that are sitting around. You're just like, Hey, we usually charge for this, but I'm just going to take these off your property for you today. Yeah. You've been a great customer. I'm just going to help you out. Okay. Then you go to them and you say, Hey, Tony, I'm, I'm really trying to grow my business this year. One thing that you could do for me that would mean the world to me is if you would go and leave us a referral on next door on Facebook, on our Google, my business listing, one of those, whatever. And if you would refer your, your neighbors, if any of your neighbors would like to have somebody that mows their grass to the level of quality that we do, I would love the opportunity to serve them. And if you refer me, I'm going to give you a free service for every time that they, they do that. Maybe it's not a free service. That's what worked for us. Yes. And, and yeah. in the spring season, dude, we were ending up with like six, seven yards on a street because Mrs. Johnson wanted the free mow. And every time she would just, she would just refer us down the street. And now we, we had 10 yards on a street. And so, and so that was a great way for me to get density in the route. And that's also a great way if you don't have a lot of money, like you have time. And so you have time that you can give away, you know, maybe a free service to acquire a new customer. And as long as they're paying you and all that kind of stuff weekly, and you're not paying for a one-time job, but 
if you're if they're going to sign up for you for a season's worth of mowing, that's a great way to hey you know fifty sixty bucks maybe you give them half price on their mowing for that that week so thirty dollar yeah. cut and, and you acquired a customer for thirty bucks right yeah and I think uh, I think something that guys are worried about when they're new starting out is they think um, well if I walk up to someone and just tell them that if they need someone for lawn service, guys are worried that, hey, that will be uncomfortable um, or something like that. So I think guys are always looking for, like, what's an easy way that's uncomfortable? You don't have to, like, you know, have that uncomfortable conversation with people. But I think there's really no way around kind of that uncomfortable conversation, especially at first until you get rolling. Like, the exact thing that you're saying, because I had my business for 13 years and I was mowing a yard a, a few weeks ago and this guy was a painter um, and he just walked up to me like, hey, um, I'm going to be starting my business and, you know, I want to, uh, you know, if you refer me, you know, a job, like I'll pay you money for that, uh, you know, which is cool. And, and that, you know, one part of me, you know, thinks, oh, that's a little strange because, I mean, I don't know this guy. I've never seen him. I've been in the area my whole life. But when it comes down to it, um, you know, a customer needs someone and whoever they call didn't show up. And, you know, these things that happen, even if this guy, you know, like you never know who will give you that chance. Right. Yeah. And yes, it's a little awkward to do that to someone you never met, but there may be a huge opportunity there. I mean, you, you get you get that one. Yes, that you that you needed or you didn't have. And then maybe then their neighbor um, comes about it. And, um, and I would tell you guys starting out like these, uh, hard things, um, that you're kind of basically signing people up to do. Um, in my opinion, this is not something that you have to do forever because once you, once you start to know a lot of people, once this ball gets really rolling, um, you know, like now 13 years of my business, I mean, I just get calls every day. People like, Hey, you know, I see you mow my yard three doors down. We hear that you do great work. Um, and so we just want you to come and take care of it. You know? And so what I'm saying is guys, even though if you're starting out, cause that's, that's what they're asking about. They're doing this marketing. Um, it will be uncomfortable, but that's only for a short period of time. Once, once that ball is rolling, you will just continue to get more and more clients, and that will. Um, so it's it's a short term thing that you're saying, you know, because I feel like that's something guys think in their mind. Like, man, am I just if I start my own business, does that mean I'm going to have to be walking up to random people every day my whole life and doing this? And no, that's that's not how it is. I mean, you're just you're starting from zero, and you got to get to that. You know, you're starting at zero, trying to go to one, two, and you know, once you go to two and once you have five yards it's easier to go to six yards than from one to you know zero to one yeah so once you get more the neighbors will talk to you and if you you know the biggest thing is if you just do good work and you have good communication what i'm telling you guys out there is if you do good work you have good communication um there's really no way that you will not get calls and get customers because there's only a low percentage of people that are actually communicate number one do good work number two um, are nice, you know, just some of these basic things, uh, that's hard to come by nowadays. And yeah. so, uh, because the business that we do, it's not, it's not easy. You know what I mean? Like you, even, even once you have the customer, I mean, then you still have to do like all the work and then <laughs> you still have to continue the relationship with the customer. Yep. And then, 
you know, and all the billing and the taxes and, you know, just all this stuff. Um, so, guys, when you're starting out, all this can seem really daunting. Yeah, Is that the word? daunting. Because it's like, I don't have money. I don't have customers. I don't, yeah. I don't have none of the stuff that I yeah. need, right? But what he's saying is do some of these things and you'll pick up, you know, 1% here or there. And once this ball gets rolling, you won't have to do this stuff anymore. Like it will just, the work will just come at some point. Uh, if you're doing good business, the work will just continue to come. Um, and so what he's saying is, hey, this is just a short, this is just a short term thing. And it's good for you as starting your business to learn how to start doing some uncomfortable conversations because, you know, that is something that will not change, you know, years down your business. Me, 13 years of it, sometimes I still have to have difficult conversations with customers or let customers go or all the. So I'm not saying you'll never have to have any hard, more hard conversations because you will. Um, a couple of weeks ago, I had a, this customer was, you know, talking about this time, like you couldn't even see a foot track on this painted um, sidewalk, but they're talking about that I, they you know that I had made footprints on yeah. this, and I had pr- I came out and pressure washed it for him and the whole thing, but they were like bend down, like looking a certain way of the sun, like I couldn't even see it, and they're looking down, like I can still see a little bit, and I just had to tell the customer, like, look, you're you're in the level of ridiculousness here, like you're in that, <laughs> like I just had to, I didn't know how else to tell yeah. him, like you're, yeah, like, uh, you're being unreasonable. Yeah, I mean this, this is, is a, ridiculous. This is a portion of a percent of yeah. a thing, you know, that happened, and I said I will clean this, but. I don't know if me and you can work together long term. You know, if you're if you're you know if you're worrying about something like this, um, and see, those are things like I had to had do that two weeks ago to a yeah. customer. Like in person, I just had to go yeah. up to the guy and tell him, like I told him that, yeah. just like that, because you know there are going to be some times when you have to do that. But well, um, you know what I've what I've learned is that you know the uncomfortable conversations are uncomfortable. There's no way around that. But when you have those uncomfortable conversations, people gain respect for you. Even if they don't agree with the, the, the conversation that you're having, you standing up for yourself or you, you saying, hey, look, you know, this is how it is and having the conversation and just, you know, having the face-to-face or whatever it is, maybe it's on the phone or whatever, people will, will respect you for that, mostly. Absolutely. And yeah. versus you keeping your mouth shut and just, you know, like, oh, I don't want to talk about it. Oh, it'll work out, you know, whatever. And then it just boils up into this big problem that didn't have to go there and um so yeah i mean you know unfortunately when you're in business uncomfortableness is just kind of one of those things that goes along with the yeah. industry you know it's yeah. just well it will get better guys like even it will yeah it, it will it, and on the customer side of things to, to your point i mean you know the more you go down the line the more customers you pick up the more of a snowball it becomes you know when you when you think about a snowball going down a hill it starts off real small and you have to work to get it all packed right and, and whatever and then you just kind of let it go down the hill and, and as time and momentum and everything gets going it gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and that's what happens with the marketing and the customers and all that kind of stuff and that's why you know when we were going back to the customer aspect when um, when we were first getting started I would I would anytime someone would refer us on next door, or Facebook groups or something like that. I told them, as long as you send me a screenshot that you referred me and that person calls me and we sign them up, that's a, that's as good as, as a referral to your next door neighbor for me. And so what happened was after doing that for one year, we had 70-something referrals, like 70-something um, well, I don't know what it's called on Nextdoor. It's called something specific, like yeah. references on Nextdoor that lived forever. 
So when you go search next door in our city for a lawn care company in my city, we had 70 something referrals in these different sub chats of people referring us. And then, and then what would happen would be you have this like compounding effect because one customer would go refer us and then another customer would be like, Oh yeah, I use Luke's landscape and maintenance. They're great. Use (laughs) these guys. And I'd have like six people in one, one chat saying, Oh, call Luke's, call Luke's, call Luke's. And then I would get this person on the phone. They'd be like, well, I don't know who you are, but everybody says you're the best (laughs) and you have this effect that happens. And, and, after you do that for one year, you don't necessarily have to pay for that after that. You don't right, have to say, absolutely. hey, I'm going to give you a yep. free mo for that. It lives in it just eternity. Yeah. You know, it just it just is out there. And then next thing you know, like, you, it just, you get people in that rhythm and um, you end up really on this big compound effect of, of, of what that is. The other thing you can do, and this is controversial, you can call your competitors. And I guarantee you there's competitors in your market that have lawns that they don't want to service. Wow. Yeah, that's a good idea. And your competitors are not really your competitors. They're your friends. Yes, My absolutely. biggest friend when I was in the industry was my biggest competitor. And it wasn't until we started talking like once a week, we would get on a property and we had this happen a couple of times where I would be wrapping up an estimate. He would be rolling up right behind me. And we would get out of the truck and be like, listen, Mrs. Mrs. Jones, you can go with him or you can go with me. And either way, you're in good hands. Just go with one of us. Don't forget about these other guys that are out there. Yes, you go with yeah. him or you go with me. <laughs> yeah. You're good. Okay. Yeah. We're going to give you competitive bids. I don't care if I get the work, if he gets the work, you know, and that's how we ran that relationship. And, you know, we would refer each other business all the time. It would just be, Hey, we're too busy right now. You need to call these guys. And I guarantee you there's people in your market today that are too busy to take on all of the work that they have coming in. And so if you, if you make those connections with those guys, those guys will be able to come in and refer you that business and you're just going to have free, free, free leads basically because they're going to say, well, we're too busy right now to do that, but you should give these guys a call. Yeah. Yeah. That's incredible. So, so what is your actual, like, what do you do right now? Do you, is your, so I went from, from six yards a week as a freshman in high school to hundred yards a week by senior year. Senior year to the age of 22, I built it to 553 yards a week, 20 employees. Um, Ended up having an opportunity of selling. My biggest competitor approached us. Wow. Wanted to acquire the company. So we ended up rolling it up and selling it to my biggest competitor, which again goes back to relationships Uh and all that kind of stuff. Because he already knew you and all that stuff. Yeah. Knew what we had. We were on every street together. Like he had yards, I had yards. So we basically built this, him acquiring us built this, monopoly of our town like he was already mow- we were mowing 500 yards he was mowing i think 800 yards and this wow. was all one city <laughs> four That's zip insane. codes yeah and he just monopolized the freaking city now like he's and we were subbing our fertilization we control so that was a big thing for him for bringing fertilization in house was automatic profit margin doubling the doubling doubling the profitability of the company all that kind of stuff because you know, you could do it cheaper in house instead of getting a small margin for the referral or whatever, doing the sub work. So that's where that was. Um, after after I got out of that business, uh, I had all of these local businesses that I had networked with that were hitting me up and going, "Hey, man, 
help us grow. Like we like what the heck? You just freaking sold this thing <laughs> at 22 years old. Like yeah. I've been doing yeah. plumbing yeah. for 30 years and I'm still trying to figure it out. Not that I have it all figured out. I, I'm still learning every single day, but I would go in and I would help them with their marketing and their branding, and their positioning and their hiring and recruiting and all that kind of stuff. Cause I'd been there, done that so many times. Been I have horror stories all day about employees, but they're also the biggest thing that's going to set you free. So got into this consulting stuff on the marketing side specifically. Then they were like, okay, this is great, but we need somebody to implement this. And I was like, all right, great. I'll implement this for you. So then we got into the kind of like the marketing agency world. And, uh, and so we were doing the agency thing for a minute, generalist marketing agency. We had every kind of company under the sun and, uh, COVID happened. Wow. And, uh, part of our business was retail. So we were doing stuff for like chiropractors and people that actually come to a physical location for their service uh, is what I mean by retail. We weren't yep, selling yep. products. Right. We were selling services where people come into a business. Um, and so we lost that business, 50% of our business overnight. Like those businesses shut down because of COVID, you know, they couldn't open their doors. They couldn't right. service customers. Yeah. Obviously we couldn't bring them customers if they were closed. So boom, 50% of our business was gone in 48 hours. And so we're sitting there going, well, we, how are we going to move forward? Like, what are we going to do? Like, we don't know how long COVID is going to last. What is, you know, and, um, we ended up thinking about our business and who do we service the best? We like working with the best and all that kind of stuff. And we ended up landing on the green industry. And so now we own landscape SEO, which is a digital marketing agency, but we do more than just digital, um, marketing for, the green industry. So well, we, great. we work with companies that are doing about 500,000 or more. Uh-huh, and uh-huh. Um, we help them once they get to that level, they have some processes and some systems and some things that we can do to actually help them scale their business up. So that's the business that we're in today and what we're doing. And um, I don't talk about this much, but I still have a super niche uh, landscape install company that we, we kind of use as a guinea pig for marketing related things. Yeah, that's a good and, idea. Uh, yeah. we, we test a hundred percent of our new strategies in this, in this little sub business from email campaigns to SMS text messaging to the way we position the website to the videos that we put out the ads. We, we test all this stuff on this little sub brand and, um, we still do a little bit of work and stuff through that. It's just design build, um, projects, but, uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's incredible. So like, it's cool at. that you're doing it because, uh, you know, and it's cool that you still have a little business because things do change a lot. Yeah. You know, like 10 years ago, there's no Google My Business or people weren't using it if it was there, right? Um, so it's cool that you're, you know, you're still feet on the, you know, boots on the ground, whatever they say, because um, it's going to be hard if you're doing zero, if you're not in the business at all, you know, how can you truly help yeah. someone? You know what I'm saying? That's not... Yeah, we run we run a lot of stuff off KPIs, though, as well, from the from the businesses that we work with. A lot of the businesses that we work with are doing one, two, three million dollars, and, and at you can that learn side, some things from then. Yeah. at that size, yeah. you, you get some real interesting KPIs and, and things that are really happening within the industry, and it's, and it's also interesting, too, because we work with clients all over the U.S., and so it's interesting to see what the economy is doing in different markets. Because where you know where it is in Dallas, Texas, right now is completely different than than where it where it is here. You know our markets are different. We have we have people moving in all the time. We have high you know. So it's just you know when you when you hear people talking about oh what's the economy doing oh what's this what's that. Well, it depends. You know because we may not be 
you can't really talk about it from a United States aspect. You got to talk about it from a regional. What's your region doing? Because what one region might be doing, we have clients that are that are down right now and having to kind of position where they're going to go because people in their market are not spending hundred thousand dollars on backyards anymore. Right. You know that right. money's kind of yeah. dried up. Yeah. But in Dallas. We still have people spending a quarter of a million dollars on projects in the backyard because they're <laughs> yeah. moving in from California and they're downsizing from their $3 million home there to a million dollar home in, in Texas because you can get more house for your buck in Texas than you can in California. And they're saying, well, what are we going to do with all this extra money? Well, let's spend a quarter of a million in the backyard. You know, that yeah. sounds good. Yeah. Let's do that. Yeah. So it's a different market. And so um, that's where I think we have a unique opportunity in seeing all of the different companies that cross the U.S. And we can, we can say, okay, when we have a new client that comes into a market that maybe we're on like the other side of the market for something, we can say, okay, well, here's what we're seeing in your market right now. And so you might be telling me, oh, you need this or you need that. Well, what you're asking for is going to be hard based off of what we're saying. It's unrealistic. And or, okay, if you really are telling me that you want $100,000 projects, well, there's there's 25% less of those customers today as there was a year and a half ago. So you're going to have to spend more money to acquire that customer. That's the kind of stuff that, that yeah. we're able to do, wow. you know, with, with that kind of stuff. So um, it's super interesting. It's a, it's a very quickly changing industry. Um, the green industry as a whole doesn't move super fast yeah yeah it's slow but but in the technology space yep, in the yep. digital marketing age if the internet not, side of it moves fast if though. you're not on top of the ball you're you're dead like you're just a dinosaur right what, what you're doing today is going to be different than six months from now and and um ai and all the different things that are happening right now are are making it a very interesting space in the digital marketing world and so you know it's it's uh it's fun because it's just ever changing and you really have to be on top of top of the game to to make it work. Yeah. And it that's so cool because obviously you're able to learn a ton from all these big companies, but the fact that you still have a little business cuz what if you know, we don't know, 6 months from now something may be completely different online marketing and stuff. Yeah. There's a good chance actually that something like that will change. Yeah. Like things change pretty things change pretty fast. So you're able to, you know, kind of, if you need to, because you're able to experiment with these small things and then relay those to the big companies, you know, with your company. So you're kind of able to do both and you're able to pull things from companies that are doing several million dollars, you know, that are, you know, maybe some of those things you wouldn't even pull from your business, you know, that's small, like yeah. yours or like my business yeah. that's small now. Um, so that's, that's really interesting. So uh, if guys... What you say about five hundred and up would be like yeah, so, prime range. Yeah, so our our prime range is is businesses doing about a million dollars a year. Um, we can definitely help guys doing five hundred thousand. It's just different because you know one of the things that happens is we got to have a system to answer the phone. We got to have a system to actually communicate with leads and make sure that if we make your phone ring more. Are we creating a bigger yeah, nightmare yeah. for you? Like if I if Can I were to send you, you twenty five calls back? today, yeah, right? Would that be a nightmare? That might be a nightmare for some people. Yeah. You know, some yeah. people might see twenty five phone calls in a day as, holy crap, dude! Like this is insane, and so they don't. You know, like that's that's where we're at. Is that we got to have that conversation of like what systems do we have in place so that we're not just spending money on marketing and that phone call is never going to get a call back. 
or you know what whatever it may they're going to fall through the cracks they didn't get a message or whatever and so that's the kind of things that we struggle with at 500,000 because it's still at a stage the business is still at a stage of 500,000 where the owner's doing a lot of work still i mean that's just you know the owner's doing Absolutely. a lot of work yeah. in the 500,000 dollar range and and it makes it a little difficult to get all the different sets there's just there's just your hair's on fire every day uh-huh. at that stage so you don't quite have um the team in place yet and some of those things that are happening at at a million plus and um so but yeah five hundred thousand and, and more uh, we'd we'd love to to work with you if you're below five hundred thousand that doesn't mean that we're not going to talk to you we would we'd, <laughs> we'd we'd love to have a conversation with you and show you the things that you can do today that are going to help move the needle in your right. business because maybe they'll grow you soon. to five hundred thousand yeah. so then we can have a conversation uh-huh. about it yeah yeah i think so, that's a cool thing so Tell people how they can find, well, they can listen. When is it on Turf Up Radio? Like, when is Every your show? Every Tuesday, 2 o'clock Central Time, uh, on Turf Up Radio, you can listen to me live, and then you can go look me up, um, You can the Green Dream Show, um, you can put Landscape in there. I, I, I do know there is another Green Dream Show, it's related to money maybe, so you might get that, <laughs> you might get yeah. that tied up. Just put yeah. Landscape in there, and uh, you'll, uh, you'll see my show come up, and we're at 60... 60-something episodes now. Oh, that's great. Um, shooting about one a week. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, we, we've been doing this for a little bit, but a little over a year. But, uh, yeah, so. And then and even if they if it crosses up on the podcast, they can always they can go to the Turfs Up, you know, look up the Turfs Up website on Google or whatever. Yep. That way you can make sure you're at the right show. Um, and then You'll what know, about. There's a, there's a picture of me in front of my old, in front of my old, uh, landscape truck so <laughs> yeah well it's just pre-beard but see if people are just listening to audio they won't see that but also tell them like okay so let us say if someone's listening they're 500 plus like how like not only the show side but how can they get a hold of you yeah, like you know what i'm saying like so you marketing to, side you can go to landscapeseo.com and uh that's where you can find out all the information we're on all the socials um the uh, we're we're running most of our socials through the green dream Show. Okay. Okay. And so you so can find it you through there find, and stuff too. You can find yeah. us on social under the Green Dream. Um, and if you want to see a documentary, we're actually shooting a documentary right now under a, a sub media brand called Landscape Titans. And we're actually going out to five million dollar plus lawn and landscape companies, and we're doing a day in the life of what it takes to run a five million dollar plus company. So we're working on our first documentary. It's a twenty minute documentary of a ten million dollar company. And uh, we take you behind the curtains and show you the good, the bad, the ugly of all the things that happens with 70 employees and 40 crews and all the things that it takes to run that kind of a company. So stay tuned. That stuff's coming out in the next, like, three, three months. We'll, we'll have it done. We're, we're almost through production, then we're going to figure out how we're going to advertise it and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> oh, that's really cool. So is it going to be... It'll be on YouTube, probably, but it, you, it'll probably be featured through the website. We'll have a, okay. a website called Landscape Titans. We bought LandscapeTitans.com. And uh, it'll probably be featured through there. I so. gotcha. Well, that's awesome. Well, thank you guys for listening. And it's cool to make a new friend. Yeah, totally. You know, we're appreciate over here you having me on the, the show. Uh, we're at Sync Live, and uh, it's cool. It's cool that I got connected with you. What's the guy's name? <laughs> the other Darren. Guy? Yeah, Darren Gruner. Yeah. So hopefully, I can get him on the podcast too as well. He said that he would. Um, he probably it, came over to see if he he, he did. Was next. Yeah, I could tell he was kind of come over kind of look around a little bit and then he left and always get distracted by someone driving this batman on a skateboard rc car i know that thing's legit though i didn't will they let any of us bring our rc cars over here or what (laughs) did you have an rc car (laughs) 
Oh yeah, really? Yeah, I Is grew, it one of those I grew fast up. One? I grew up racing them. Yeah. Oh, dude, those so are I have so all legit. Kinds. I don't know um, how though. It, it, I've never, I've never like <laughs> ever driven a fast one. I've always driven the cheap ones. But it's hard. It's harder than it. That's looks. what I was gonna yeah. say. I yeah. can only imagine the speed of changing stuff up you know like, yeah. like the, seeing it happen and actually making it happen you know on the controller is probably very right. different a lot of crashes yeah. in the beginning i'm sure but it's so much fun though like even though it's hard like it's like it's worth the you know we spent years doing it as a kid we'd travel around southeast <laughs> and do all this and it was it was a blast so, so. question on that do when you race those are you on a platform that's uh-huh. way above okay that's that makes sense yeah so they they call it a driver's stand basically think of like a, a porch you know but yep. it, maybe it's not as big, you know, maybe only 15 feet wide and it's long. So a lot of people can stand up there, you know, when they drive and usually they'll have like a roof on it. And, um, it, so I raced off road. So picture just like a dirt bike track, you know, the dirt, you know, um, there's one here in Loganville. That's really cool. Uh, and so I used to, we used to drive to that and we, and me and my family, we go to South Carolina and, and all, all around that's awesome. racing them. And, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a cool thing. And that, for me that's that's where i learned like mechanical skills so like now like for last 10 12 years like i haven't even had to bring my trucks to the shop or my mowers or anything but i learned it you know working on those four-wheel drive because you would have to rip those apart you know especially at the higher competitive levels you'd have to work on them a lot a lot a lot um it's kind of same thing you know scaled down and just if you can you know when i you can get that mechanical yep. part clicked in your brain, then you can almost fix anything if you can just get that aptitude to want to figure out, okay, why is this not working correctly, right? And have the patience to do that. And so that was one of the biggest things that was good for me in my life of doing that for so many years is that, you know, obviously I, I don't make a living or anything doing that, but the the fact that it kind of grew that part of my mind was an incredible tool to mm. me later in life. Um, so... I'm very grateful for it in that. And I just, just like any kid, right? I just love RC cars in general. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, it's a cool thing. Uh, where do you live? Dallas, Texas. Oh, Dallas, Texas. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, Texas is a pretty big area for RC2. Uh, there's a guy named Mark Santa Maria. He's big on YouTube. Okay. I'll MSM. Have to look him up. So, Mark Santa Maria. So, MSM. Uh, and he does, he, he not only does racing, but he just enjoys the whole hobby of it in general. But, uh, a couple hundred thousand subscribers. Great guy, that, and he lives there. Um, you know, he does all kind of different things, and he'll ha- host like his own uh, uh, drag racing event things that he's part of, and uh, different ones like so. <laughs> drag racing I don't know. for RC cars. That's amazing. yeah. So like, I don't know exactly how. You know, you know how that. Like, just because you're from the same state, I don't know if you're like super close with them where he lives, but like. Uh, yeah, if you ever had interest in it or if, you know, kids or anything in the future, uh, yeah, he's a cool guy. He's a really cool guy. That's awesome. Uh, his name's Mark Santa Maria. So, yeah, so, and even now, you know, I, I'm not, because I'm married, I have two kids, six and three years old, and they're, oh, wow. um, they're not, I've been married about 12 years, and so for the last, I don't know, really since my kids were born, I haven't been super active in the racing scene, you know, because uh, I'm not just going to leave the kids to my wife and I go and play with toy yeah. cars you know what yeah. i mean that's not really nice so uh so for now in my kids you know they're he's six years old he's kind of getting to the age but you know he still can't even barely see over the railing yeah. but, you know what i'm saying so hopefully in, years yeah so hopefully in future like we can get back into a little bit but for now 
you know, I'm just doing whatever sports they want to do. You know, like we raced bicycles for the nice. last couple of years. Even my daughter races a bounce bike, you know, like nice. no, no pedals, you yeah. know, like, uh, so we've done that. And, um, but I'm still hoping that we can get back into RC just cause I just love it in general. But yeah, it's, it's so cool. So, um, I'll have and, to check it out. Yeah. And I got one, uh, it's from team associated. It's called the TR 28. It's $60 and it's made for like driving inside your house. Um, and I got it recently and that is one of my favorite little cars. It's only, it's, it's 128 scale, you know, okay. so it's small. Um, but it looks like a racing, uh, truck and, uh, so I'll have to show you a picture of it in a little bit, but even starting as low as that, you know, um, amazing fun in your house. And you know, that one, like I'm talking about the TR 28, it's fully proportional. So, you know, like if you turn the wheel just a little bit, it's going to turn, you know what I'm saying? So it's not, it's yeah. not like a cheap car. Yeah. It's kind of, so that's probably like the cheapest one of like a real actual name brand, hobby brand, you know, car. So yeah. Good stuff. All right, guys. So we didn't know we were going to talk about RC cars, but <laughs> we ready to wrap up this show for now? Yeah, let's get it. I'm going to see Appreciate if I can get it, the other guy. Yep. I, can't, I don't know why I'll I can never Darren. remember his name. <laughs> yeah, I'll get Darren. Darren over here. Darren, I should be able to remember that. I should be able to remember <laughs> that. So all right, all right bud. Thanks Appreciate for being it, on. Yes, sir.